The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Beyond the Fairway Podcast presented by Genesis will somehow... Some way we have gotten through a another PGA tour. Well, again, we've, it's kind of like we're already into the next season, but we got through the last. But the, look, the President's Cup, damn it, was the end of the season in my mind. But we made it, Will. We made it. Yeah, I we I'm glad we at the end, but because we're at the end, it means we get a new beginning. Ta da! That's good stuff, right? <laughs> I don't yeah. know if the, I don't know if that's deep, but it should be kind of deep. But uh, uh, you know, I have to say, I went to the President's Cup this week. It's in my hometown, Quail Hollow Clubs in Charlotte, North Carolina, and your home course, though. My home course <laughs> is Charlotte Country Club, which is a Quail Hollow rival. <laughs> which I, you know, I'm Charlotte Country Club biased. I think Charlotte Country Club is the best, the best golf course in the world country club members everything but uh i have to say it, it from from me the fan perspective was everything i thought it was and i say that because okay let me say i say I that because to, i'm I i'm say i say that because i'm five foot nine and i didn't see a damn thing right okay first of all <laughs> cap that's all cap you five foot nine cap it, Okay, I'm really six foot. Thank you for saying that. All right, and and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, it didn't make. It was tough for me to, to get wrap my head around forty thousand people because it was massive crowds out there, and that's what President Cups does. It, it brings everybody out to have a good time and watch some golf. The sum part is the five, four, five, six groups that were out there, <laughs> and I went for three days straight. Had a couple business meetings. And I didn't get a chance to see that one golf club, but I had a good time at the President's <laughs> Cup. Like I, I saw the big jumbotron, and I was there. Uh, shout out to um, to the President's Cup for keeping everybody involved and knowing where everybody was on the golf course. But uh, it <laughs> was it to. was you, you have to, you know, and and you know we it was a good time, man. It was a good time. So, what was your overall man take on the President's Cup? And I kind of want to go in. With you on well, that. Well, let me say, let me before we get there, let me say this. I was at the President's Cup when it was in Mirfield Village, um, mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> you're so like you're so spot on with the assessment. You got all these people, and there's only like six groups, so like that equates to like an hour and a half of golf if you're stationary on one hole. So you you <laughs> you change your whole day to like get to the President's Cup. Yeah, Jordan Spieth, <laughs> Siwoo Kim. 
And there they go. Because <laughs> I, I had I had you know I had the pleasure I had the pleasure of obviously attending President's Cup, but also attended Junior President's Cup mm. that was held at Myers Park Country Club here in Charlotte as well, where uh, our very own Nota Begay was the uh, uh, president's the U.S. team captain. And yeah. if if there's a way that we can merge the Junior President's Cup and the President's Cup all at one <laughs> at venue, time. one side at the same time, I think that'd be I think that'd be good entertainment. It'd be a collaborative U.S. Um, push and a collaborative international push. And I think I, I mean because you have the you have the oh, room uh, to do that. I want to touch on that, but I want to answer your question because you stole it before I could answer your question of what my takeaways were. I was just setting the scene. That, oh, I took it again. I've, no, it's okay. It's all right. I love you. I'm not. I'm not angry. That's what I do. It's not, I'm not angry. What you, you shouldn't be because you do it to me. <laughs> you should takeaways. You asked me takeaways. Okay. Biggest takeaway. Should Scotty should that should Ooh. you say that should Scotty, should Scotty Scheffler. Scheffler? Okay, that's not an easy. That's a tongue twister and go. No. Should Irish Scotty Rich, Scheffler. Irish Rich Rosh is more t- difficult, but go ahead. Should Scotty Scheffler be the world number one per his play at the President's Cup? I always thought Scotty Scheffler was the odd world number one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not talking smack, Scotty. Don't be mad at me. I'm just. Saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. I just thought it was an odd world number one. Best best player in the world, statistically speaking, did not win a point during this whole championship. I, it, that but, that was a takeaway. That was that was my one of my takeaways. So sometimes sometimes being a team sometimes being a team event exposes you that you're really not a great team player. <laughs> and I don't it, mean that to be in a bad way. Just like it is you golf. know, it, it is, is golf. it is golf. But here here's here's what I want to ask you. Yeah. Spieth and Thomas are mm-hmm. they the new? Are they the emerging faces of U.S. golf now? Absolutely, no question. Hundred percent, million percent. I think uh, what Jordan so are, speaks. So are, are they replacing the the Dustin Johnson and you know I can't say who's du- a- who's Dustin Johnson. I forgot okay. who that is. Well, you, I'm you kidding. Play, I'm kidding. You play amnesia if you want to, because you're gonna run into him one day. <laughs> but <laughs> do you think those are the new emerging phase? Are they replacing Dustin Johnson? Are they playing? Are replacing? Even though he was, we know he was a great guy, Doug. We do. Yeah. But he was he was hated. The uh, Patrick Reed. So are are these the new emerging faces in golf? I don't think they're new. I don't think they're new. Well, they're think, not new. Nor but, are they emerging. I think they're just the, now the. I think the baton has been passed from like the Tiger Woods's, the Phil Mickelson's. Yeah, I said Phil. Uh, that kind of era, like our our heroes, are are kind of like heading to the Champions Tour that we grew up with. You know what I'm saying? And I think now you look at high level golfers. I think and as Americans go right, I think. Jordan Spieth and and Justin Thomas, I think they're top of the hill. That's that's really, uh, but JT got some work to do in team games because Jordan had his back until he and then he got exposed in singles. So I'm just saying that right. JT's good people though. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying he got exposed and uh, now I see why Kisner calls Sue ugly because he gave uh, he gave JT a L, beat him one up. I so. I, I I think that that was kind of funny what Kisner did. <laughs> <laughs> what he called he called Siwoo Kim uh the 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 ugliest he man Siwoo. he said you yeah, No that was ugly. Kissner. Kissner said that. Kissner said to Siwoo, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of funny. Uh, uh, but, 
But I, I, I have to give it up to to the international team. No, don't get me. This, this, I, I'm with you, man. I, this, I feel that. Like, keep talking. Talk you, your you, stuff. You, you have to, man. This 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 team was full of elite mini, mini tour players. Just kidding. <laughs> joking. Joking. LOL. 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 This was. I, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I didn't say that. I, did I not said say it. that. But, however, it, it was an inexperienced team. Had eight rookies on there. Mm. And they had to go through a little more, a little bit more hurdles than the American team does. Mm, you know? I agree. When it comes to the language barrier, culture differences, unfamiliar with each other, that that is Dude, you, difficult. You brought you broad you acting like broadcaster right now, man. I'm I, not, hate, I mean, I, I'm in, I'm I in can't, my broadcast. I'm in my I get it, mode. but I can't yeah. stand like like everybody's like the language barriers. Dude, you had eight, you had five Koreans, two Canadians, and of all the Koreans, they all speak English. Everybody was so like mystified that Tom Kim. Spoke wonderful English. It's like, what do you mean? It gets, he's, he grew up in Australia. Like, hold, don't, on, hold on, Doug. Don't don't trip because you know. I'm not. We, I'm not putting on, me, on you. I'm no, just no, saying, no, like, say, no, no, broadcast announcers been doing let, let this, this stuff, let, and it's frustrating. This, Doug. Hold on, Doug. Let me say this. <laughs> I know what you mean. How many times have you and I spoke? And somebody said, "Man, you speak well. You speak great." Dude, I, all the time, every week. <laughs> every, people, like when I tell people I, I do broadcast and got a podcast, they're like. In, in golf, right, right, right. I, it, it's 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 an, just for all my friends out there who are white. <laughs> when when I come out of the podcast and get into broadcasting and you know announcing pronouncing my words a little better, enunciating is what you just said. I love it. I, yeah, exactly. Be you. Be you. I, I'm being that, me. I'm I being like a, that. Enunciate. Enunciate. He's an enunciator. So. <laughs> When you say you you speak well to T O O in conjunction with, or you speak well as if it was a surprise, that's it's an not, insult. It's, it's a insult, super guys. insult. It's so super want, insult. I just want everybody to know that on my on my um, yeah. on my wife. Yeah, and, and internationals as well. It, no, but but I, I like your point, Will, that you make because it, I think. I was in Charlotte. Now I can get let the cat out of the bag. I was in Charlotte for the Charlie Siffer Cup, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and the international team was playing a practice round. And I saw the team, and I told I told Trev I wouldn't I wouldn't snitch. So if some stuff came out, it wasn't me. I wasn't snitching. So anyway, I saw who the team was um, back then, and that was the same day that uh, Cam Smith had made his announcement that he was going to live and Joaquin Neiman and whoever else did. And what what I find interesting is that in the in the face of so much adversity, will the Trevor Immelman and the team of captains, co-captains, his captains that he put around himself, and the players that came in. I mean, let's just be honest here. How many people? And I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just being honest. How many people have really heard of Taylor Pendrin? How many people have really heard of Christian Bizet now? Uh, Tom Kim, new on the scene. You take you take Tom Kim's last ten. PGA Tour events, uh, his tournament finishes, and you've, no one's ever heard of him, right? Oh, so he's, now, oh, oh, now we're going broadcasting. No, I'm oh, just saying, say, like, switching up on me. All I'm saying is, as your as you pointed out, I think these guys really did a hell of a job uh, yes. to put up a fight uh, to try to win this Presidents Cup, especially with all the adversity. And then we go back to live. Okay, so um, lost, what would this lost. team? look what was the team have looked like if they did have Joaquin Neiman or Abraham Answer or mm-hmm. or Cam Cam Smith? 
Uh, I did hear Paul Azinger call Cam Smith, Cam Davis on air, and I, I, I lost it. I thought it was just hysterical, and it made me laugh. Right. And P.S. Uh, uh, the uh, amount uh, of stuff uh, that Paul Azinger gets away with saying and messing up on air, it, I would never, I would never have a job if I did what he did. I'm just saying. Man, that, that the what I gotta say that out loud. What do you say? What's his name again? What do you say? He was talking about some bad. He called he called him Mito Panera. Mito like Panera we are not bread. about to go get some coffee. Mito Panera bread. <laughs> he said he said Mito Panera or whatever his name is. <laughs> what? Hey, I never know. No, all, all I know is all I know is if if I'm we talk about MVPs, I'm gonna give Tom Kim and Jordan Spieth my MVP, but I'm gonna give Paul Azinger nothing for his performance this week. Oh man, that, that was that was uh, <laughs> most, 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 uh, most vulnerable uh, uh, player Dude, right here. Paul. Paul Paul A. Zinger said, hold on, one more, one more Zinger is What do you do? Because he makes me laugh with him. He said, <laughs> he said, you know, Sung J. M., he was a journeyman there on the court. Or, no, he said he was a journeyman on the web.com tour. Or whatever, what do they call the tour now? What's what's it called? <laughs> he, he asked Dan Hicks he what the web.com web tour was called. And he's like, he said, then, then they're like, Dan Hicks was like the corn fairy tour, all like sultry. And he goes, yeah, well, whatever it's called these days, they change it so much. <laughs> it's like, what? Hey, wait, hey, you got to give him a break. <laughs> hey, you got to give him a break. Hey, if now, if, now Dougie, if he would have said buy.com, all right. Let, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, then we got to, or nationwide. If you said nationwide. Nationwide, 50-50. Right. If, if he said Hooters, <laughs> if he said Hooters and Nike Tour, we got we got a problem. Oh, but, man. But, but, Hold on. But, but, What'd you say? No, I'll let you start. Go ahead, take but it. But I'm saying this going this going back to you know I, I'm you know giving kudos to what the international team did just overcoming hurdles. But I know I, I brought up the the fact that you know they really didn't know each other that well on the personal basis to go into battle. And I use yeah. that for golf intensive purposes. Fair. And and Spieth and Thomas. Went four and zero in foursome as well as four and zero in um, in uh, four ball matches. Four and zero in foursome in four ball matches. Uh, Cantley and and Shoffley known each other both from California. Homes, one in, they vac- vacation. Man, one, one, one in New Orleans. That is a camaraderie that you have going into play. People in the national team didn't have that per se, and that's why I really. Mm-hmm. I really wish that, you know, things probably could have been different, you know, with the live situation. But you still have to give kudos to those guys came to fight. Nine yeah. straight wins for the U.S. team. Uh, dude, uh, look, and, and I was going to get on that because I know we're going long on the President's Cup, but I, I think it, it's worth staying here. Look, nine straight victory of, of in the history of the President's Cup, the Europeans have won, or Europeans. The, I found like Paul Azinger now. The international team has only won one time. See how they came back around and yeah, got Paul, me? Yeah, Paul. <laughs> Paul, Paul Black Zinger out here. Black Zinger. <laughs> uh, they've won once, right? And so, like, my whole takeaway, Will, is, like, the viability of this business model. Like, you've got a team that has handily beat the out of the other side. Sorry, there's a beep. That for so many years. They won in 1998. That's the last time Greg Norman was on the team. When the when the internationals won, let's just put that in perspective. 
How really? viable is the President's Cup moving forward? Like, how viable? Because you made a good point, right? Put the kids in. My my attitude is it should be, like, the top 12 U.S. men's and women's. I, lo- I loved uh, – Ooh, I like that. I love – was it Paul McGinnis's, uh McGinley? I get yeah. Paul McG- – I get the McGinnis's and McGinley's backwards. Right. Um, I, I like having the women involved in the President's Cup, especially if, the, if, if it's going to be just a, a, a shellacking by – the American team year after year to the international team. Like, it's just annoying. Like, like I found myself rooting for the international team, especially when Tom Kim made that putt on Saturday. I was lit. Like, I was yeah. up screaming. It felt yeah. like Tiger was putting. Yeah, yeah. So when Siwoo when si- Kim, you saw the intensity of Siwoo Kim on the 18th yesterday. Uh, that did it for me. That's when That's when I just realized, like, this is – this. It, it, it could be something – it has opportunity to grow. Has opportunity to grow for the viewer and spectator, especially the guy who's five nine at uh, right. who, who's attending personally. I got, but I want to see more golf. If I'm there yeah. on the ground, I want to see more golf. Right? I want to see more golf. Yeah, and and you know what, PJ Tour might need to call us for this one. You know how how to really how to really kind of execute in you know enhancing the, the fan experience. I like that Junior President Cup playing as well the women's. That's, that might be something because all around where you get nonstop golf and you just, just golf. get and you just, just golf. every every country is rooting for you know uh, you know whoever they're rooting for so I think that'd be something special. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned the, the junior golfers. And Beyond the Fairway is presented by Genesis Motor America and the 2022 GV80 luxurious design meets intuitive versatility. Make the game your own will. But I saw something this week, too, that really, like, annoys me. It is, and we give kudos to Noda Begay. All right. Noda, Noda was the junior President's Cup captain and, you know, fellow melanated individual. But, but he's got a business partner on his tour. His name is Ryan Burr. You all have may have known and be familiar with Mr. Burr. He's a very good broadcaster. He's a host. Worked at ESPN, Golf Channel, PGA Tour Live. He does a lot of golf stuff. But Ryan Burr, <laughs> Ryan Burr interviewed Charlie Woods after a career-low 68 as he tries to qualify on the, on the Nota Begay circuit. I, what I don't understand, Will, why? Why the hell? Why the hell are we talking about Charlie Woods shooting sixty-eight? <laughs> Damn, Doug! Because no. he shot sixty-eight. I'm not saying it like that. Like, okay, you no. Charlie Woods is 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 Tiger's son. I, look, I feel like every time I blink, he's he's gained three inches of height, and he's he's four years older now. So he's got to be at and, least and seventeen. And his long, uh, and his arms, <laughs> his arms is longer than my torso. Right. But my thing about it is, it's like. If Jim Furyk had a son and shot 68 at Noda's event, would he get an interview? If Steph, if, Cam, if Steph Curry's son shot 68 at Noda Begay's event, 
Cannon when he get an interview. But you no, see my, no, no, you, you no, see what I'm no, saying? No, 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 but you he, see what I'm he, saying? He would get an interview because his father never shot a 68. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Cannon would get an interview. Go ahead and clip um, that. Go ahead and clip that right there. Uh, um, but, but. Nick Watney. If Nick Watney had a son, would his son get interviewed? I think I think this. No. And, 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 and you have a point right there, Doug, because it makes you wonder if if we want to protect the privacy of 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 Tiger and Charlie, so they can really engulf that father son moment. I think we're starting a bad path with interviewing Charlie at such a young age at this moment in time. Like I, I, that, I, that's what I, I'm saying. That's right. that's, so, that's yeah, the point but, I'm but trying I, to make. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, you're on the point of if Nick Watney or if Doug LaBelle had a son shooting six. Great name, I just <laughs> Doug LaBelle. Doug LaBelle. You know, if, if that's if, the comedian. Uh, there's a comedian named Doug LaBelle. Right, but if if they if they had a son that was shooting sixty eight, yes, you're on that point. Yes, that, that's a little unfair, a little weird. But I'm not. I don't really care about that. I'm I'm getting to the point because <laughs> I don't want Charlie. To turn into the old Tiger, where he just because because Tiger was good at it. Tiger didn't have to talk to nobody. He was very curt, and I don't want Charlie to pick up on that because we do love this new Tiger being a little vulnerable, being uh, you know uh, engaging. I want Tiger to have that. Excuse me, Charlie had that innocence about him. So I, I don't like. I don't, I'm not a big fan of okay. the of the interview so early. That, and that's my point too. I, there's no reason. Like, look, I like Charlie Woods. I'll interview him at the at the father son. I get it. That's part of the the pageantry of the event. But to really go out and, and make it the thing, and you can check it on on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Jeff Eisenban for sending me that on Twitter. Ryan Burr. Uh, I'm Ryan. We'll have to have a conversation about that. But well, this is our season finale, right? Like, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like my takeaways and my my favorite moments and episodes from this year. I'm going to give you a minute to think because I have one because and I'm going to post this on Instagram probably later next week because I think J.R. Smith said some of the most gangster stuff on our episode that we did with him. And by the way, Charlie, Charlie Woods, per the last segment, he finished tie for fourth. So I don't know how many fourth place finishers get interviews. Just saying. Stop, um, Doug. Stop. But J.R., JR says some of the realest stuff, man, especially as a guy like me who played at the University of Louisville, transferred, played golf at Florida A&M, the disparities between, you know, high-level um, uh, PWI, I hate that expression, PWI golf versus HBCU golf. And everybody's like, HBCU, this buzzword. And, and JR, quite bluntly, was just like, man, this is trash, man. Like, this ain't these guys ain't going to be ready for nothing coming out of an HBCU and that was so impactful because I lived it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I lived it, and I know what these guys are going through and gals as well. And then you look at, you know, conversations too, and you learn that, that there's no – there's no Jackson State, one of the one of the strongest powerhouses in black golf, it doesn't have a golf team anymore. Like, how is that even real? Like, that – like, it, 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 it blows my mind. So when I think of what J, just JR put down, man, that, that was – that hit me. That hit me pretty tough. Yeah, um, yeah that that was that was a good episode because he that was I want to say that was one of the more or one of the few interviews Jr. was vulnerable with us. I mean, he started talking about the his uh, ADD and uh, learning disability, etc. Yeah, and uh, he 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 brought me out the box. I I think I got ADD. 
ADHD. You, oh, you got, you got, you, got, you got something. It's hyper. It's hyper. <laughs> it's hyper. A lot, of, a lot of stuff be moving around that page when I be reading. I promise you that. Hey, but I would say this though. I would say this though. <laughs> I want to say one of my. I got a lot of. I got a lot of. Uh, I don't know. Screw is the word, but a lot of a lot of positive feedback and perhaps some. Oh. Negative was the uh, episode a few weeks ago regarding um, the parents that I've yeah. from from all cross golf from 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 the yeah. hurricane tours to wherever I have seen junior golf from being a player as well and given my honest opinion about my point of view mm. it I, I think that was a more one of the more interesting episodes that needed to be discussed. No, I and, and I'm glad you did it because uh, because you know a lot of governing bodies in golf reached out that week and they were much appreciative of that conversation we had. There's some asshole parents out here. There are, but I'm. Scared. I mean, it's I, just I, 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 there are. I, I don't there care. Are. I'll say it. I grew up with, with a few of them. Hell, I grew up not wanting so, to play so golf with certain so you, groups. So you, like I don't was play you, with was, your, was your dad? Was your dad tough? Hell no, my dad wasn't tough. My dad was like, go out there with the white folk and then and, and beat them. And I'll pick you up later. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was, was, he was. <laughs> My dad's inherently racist, so you have to understand that. Like, he, that, that was my motivational speech. Like, <laughs> that's real, though. Like, don't get, <laughs> all right, man, don't, don't you come back in here and get, all right. <laughs> what will, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You want was, honesty? Uh, right here, presented right here, by Jesus. Right here, beyond the fairway, presented <laughs> by Jesus, dog. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That that was. I, I get that speech. I, I mean, I, I, I could dig it. I could dig it. Um, um, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, my dad. I wish my dad was a little tougher. Again, I was a nationally ranked tennis player as well. I played junior golf. Mm-hmm. My dad was the, and to a certain extent though, Doug, and I want—I hate to be Angel's advocate, but I'm about to be. Is that is that one of the requiring requiring factors to become successful? Is to be that helicopter? I, d- I don't think so. I don't think so. Because, but think about—I think what the misconception is, and this is this is strictly from my point of view when I talk to parents such as this, is that they always bring up. Joe Jackson, they bring up uh, Mr. <laughs> they bring up Serena Williams, Rich, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Williams, Richard, Serena, R- Rich, Richard Williams. Richard. Yeah, that's right. Um, they always bring up you know the, King Richard. We're gonna call him King, King Richard. Richard. Yeah, they always bring up the the parents that have made it, who have seen their public display and publicly known that their parents were helicopter parents, and I and I'm starting to see parents kind of compare like, oh, this is. This is where I mean. This is this need to be done for our kid to get that next level, and I think that's where the misconception is, you know. And I, I but mm. again, but it's going back okay. to me though, Doug. I wish my I did with to a certain extent. I wish my dad was a little harder on me. Like my dad was, hey, if you want to stop today, we can stop today. Yeah, but then you go take that same mentality and you put it into or on top of a, a CC Sabathia. Right, we talked to him about his pops in, in, in the documentary that he has out there that people can go go watch. Um, he didn't have that. 
he didn't have no helicopter, nothing. He had his helicopter ass self, you know. So I don't, I think, you know, when you compare the the Williams sisters to uh, C.C. Sabathia, per what we know, right, per what we know from in media and what we see in movies, et cetera, articles, um, there's also a certain internal something that, that Serena had, Tiger had, uh, that CC without a helicopter parent also had. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know what the formula is there. Uh, and shout out to CC Sabathia coming on this season, season two of Beyond the Fairway. We, it took us, I wish people understood how long it takes us to get a guest to sit their ass down on here. It's not as easy as it sounds, especially when you try to get like an Anthony. Look, let me just go back. We're talking about highlights from the season. All right. Bag. Right top hole. Anthony Anderson is supposed to warm up for his r- practice round on a Wednesday. Okay. Anthony Anderson gets to the practice tee as the carts are filing off to the golf course. So you can check that out on Will's Instagram. He got cussed out by Anthony Anderson during that procession. Now, we were supposed to record with Anthony during his warm up, like before he went to play. Will, I don't know if you remember this. I do remember this. And he said, I got y'all when I come back. When he came back, it was five and a half hours later. Me and Will were still sitting at the seat like this. All right, man, let's, let's go ahead and do the pod. So I said to say all the effort that goes in to this podcast because we love you and Genesis and money, all of the above. That's why we do it. Yes, we love the, we love the, the tens and tens of followers that, that, that subscribe. Yes, we do. <laughs> hey, do, do any of y'all need something from the gas station? By the way, <laughs> I, I, you know what, and I, I, I'm happy about you know um, the American Century next year because I really felt like a lot of players were really excited about talking to us, you know, than, than before. Yeah, yeah. like begging and almost had a whole at gunpoint. Like, come on, talk to us, man. Like, hey, come, hey, come <laughs> on over here. Come on, I, I know. Hey, I hey, so, hey. Hey, hey, I got some of your back right now. Don't move too sharp. Don't move too quick, you know. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, uh, but, you know, it, it was good. And I, I think, I think that we're, you know, we're starting to, you know, I'm starting to see businesses asking questions like, you know, well, we, we see what Beyond the Fairway is doing and how can we be a part of the, of the, of the conversation. And I, and I, and that's all we really care about. We want to keep the thing thriving, keep this thing going. So, we can be the lead on diverse conversations in this game of golf and this sport that we all love. I, I mean, that's, that's, that's well stated, but I, I, I got some qualms with how you said that personally, Will, okay. because you got two black folk talking about golf. You're going to get a diverse conversation. You don't have to like mm. fake the funk. You're going to get the diversity. Like you're gonna get a, a an opposing view mm. than the majority has just because you got two of us on here. So you don't really have to like make an effort. Like if you really just want to know what's cracking and not hear from the same ass people, then come right here, right? And I think that I think that's the problem with diversity. And I hope that people understand that we we are diverse people in a non-diverse sport. So if you really that's want true. to understand what's really cracking then you should pull up to us and talk to us first, and then we can give you the yardage that you need for a nominal fee. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I really appreciate I, I really the POV because <laughs> you, see, you see, you start to see, like, players kind of let their hair down. Like, we, we have got to know a lot of the players 
off beyond the fair off camera that recognizes mm. and you can see they let their hair down with us like mm-hmm. it's like like man you know what you're you're not in media yet like we're like we're, we're not we're not in media yet we're, we're not we're, yet not yet not yet but yeah. you know i appreciate that and you know i see where this this platform of ours is going and uh hey, you're not media excited until you're until media you're media, <laughs> <Until> you're media. <laughs> right the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it want more helpful tips like this go to keepitfunohio.com for games quizzes and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand Hey, no, but but on some real stuff, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us right here on Beyond the Fairway, NBC Golf Channel. All the folks that have have downloaded, listened, subscribed, follow, hit me up. I mean, we've gone to events where people are like, "Doug, what's up?" And I'm like, "I don't know you, but what's happening?" And it's it's a really interesting uh, experience, but it's, it's so appreciated, and um, I appreciate what we get back. So thank you all so much for. For just being there for us, too. I mean, we also use this as a platform to vent and talk about our frustrations. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we appreciate y'all being here. We pre- appreciate you just just, just being around, man. Will, send us out of here, man. Well, I got a question for you because I'm want to. i all about progress and, and um, being better than where we are right now. What are you going to do, Doug, between mm. now and the next time we're back on, I don't know, a couple months from now? To enhance, improve the game of golf for the next man. I'm going to be my damn self. I'm going to be my damn self and make sure I'm in every conversation about broadcast, about podcast, about reporting. Because if nobody can see us out here doing this work, then they don't can't believe or aspire toward it. So I'm a, everywhere. I'm going to be, look, all the little high-ups at ESPN, PGA Tour. Uh, you know what? And if none of this cracks, then I'm calling live. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm just letting you know. So ESPN, PGA Tour, Golf Channel, y'all got first dip. So let's let's make it crack. <laughs> and they got money, too. I'm just not just playing. But no, I, I'm really trying to uh, – I'm not trying to be everywhere, but I want to make sure that, that golf is coming from, like you say, Will, uh, our pad and pen. You know, and, and I'm, I'm going to do it my way. I'm You know, call me blue eyes over here. I'm going to do it my way, and uh, hopefully – uh, people gravitate toward it. That's where I'm at. You? I think same thing, man. Just c- kind of continue the efforts of, uh, you know, having this game grow organically and also uh, putting myself in position, I mean, to help businesses have the ability to create and have a conversation with other communities through the game of golf. Look, we're getting so business focused. I love I'm sorry. it. I'm sorry. You know, that's no, I not get that businesses. Go talk to Will. But anybody out there that think, just get this out here. That think, oh, them, them cats, they don't know how to play no golf, man. I smoke, I dust it. Look, if you come to Phoenix, DM me, the Douglas Fresh. Yes. I will put, put whatever you want to play for. We can put it up, and I will bust yourself. Because right, I'm on, sick of people acting on. like we can't play. Before we go. Before we go I want now, all the smoke. I want the smoke. Give it to on, me. Doug, before we go, who do you think, as partners, if, you know, we got Jordan Speed, Jordan, Jordan and, um, and Thomas, you know, they're friends, they grew up with each other. We known each other. Who as a two man would you want to go against in the podcast space, radio space, T V personality space, and golf? Who would it who would it be? 
The last point here, by the way. All of them. Give me the no laying up, guys. Give me the subpar. Actually, not subpar. I don't know if I really want to see Drew and Colt. I'm going to say that they kind of cold. I, I want to see them. Don't do that. Don't do that. We, we're supposed to be. Don't do that, bro. Do not back out right now that late like that. Don't do that. All right. I'm, out of everybody, uh, Sleaze and Colt knows. That's what I want. Yeah. Bring I, I think I, if we're I, doing podcast battles, that's that's that. I think they the top of the golf. Like the good good dudes, they cool and whatnot. But like they don't. Yeah, they, have, they, have, they, they didn't play the PJ good. Tour. They're they didn't play good. in the, in the, in the USGA good? four ball. Are they good? They're good good. Oh, they are. They're good at golf. Like they're not but, like they're not they're not but, like with us. But Colt knows play on the PGA Tour. Yeah, Drew Slees and Drew Kittleson a couple weeks ago played in the USGA four ball and almost won. Yeah, so they got a little bit more, you know, tournament pedigree. That's what I need. Like, anybody can go hit and giggle. I want some tournament golf. I think we can get into business. All right. We really appreciate everybody joining us for this season, second season of Beyond the Fairway that is presented by Genesis. And Doug and I are signing out. We hope to uh, – Are you reading right now? No, I'm not Let's, reading. It sounds like you're reading. Well, I'm in my broadcast space. But, okay. Be, it just sounded like you were – I thought you were reading. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just making sure I understand. What, well, go ahead and do not read. No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure I was, the way you I, were looking at the screen. I, 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 I'm looking in. I'm trying to get better and look into the exact camera as opposed you to. You weren't even looking in the, in the camera. You were looking at the screen underneath the camera. Well, I'm looking at you. All right. Camera. We'll do it again. Sign off. All right. All right well, uh, we appreciate everybody joining in for the second season of Beyond the Fairway presented by Genesis. And uh, Doug and I had the pleasure of spending time with you, talking golf from different clubhouse, from our patent pen. And uh, you catching the vulnerability of Doug and I? It looks like you're still reading. I'm I'm looking at you in the screen, Doug. What do you want me to do? (laughs) Just (laughs) let you. All right. Bye, everybody. (laughs) We gotta do it like family reunion. Just bye. That's how you get. That's how you get in the car with the food. Just bye. Just bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.